Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Today, uh, tears will be shed in Burnsville and in Eden Prairie, where this funeral uh, is taking place for two fallen Burnsville officers and a fallen Burnsville firefighter. And there is no shame, of course, in the tears that will be shed by anybody, especially fellow police officers and firefighters. There is no shame in crying. As a man, a tough guy, there is no shame in shedding tears. I think that stigma uh, is an old one, but I think there is still something to the fact that we, we like our men strong and steady, but there is no shame in shedding tears. In fact, I'll say this as a man, it's good to cry sometimes. It's... It's very cathartic to cry sometimes. I say that as somebody who wears my heart on my sleeve. I have always been a fairly emotional guy, quick to shed a tear. Hell, I watch these commercials sometimes and I get choked up. I cry at movies. There's no shame in that. And I want to hear from fellow men that it's okay to cry. That's my winging it Wednesday. I spring this up because what are you laughing? You just said you spring this up, which is like a perfect little winging it Wednesday. Turn oh, I said I, oh, I was supposed you, to. You I was, spring this up. I said I bring spring it on me. Yes, by the way, spring. Yeah. What the hell happened to spring? Oh, yeah. What's with the weather in this Back state? Sucks. Sucks. I've always said the weather here is horrible. You bring this up because you were crying. You were weeping last night. I was night weeping. At, I was true? not weeping. No, but I bring this up because uh, John Stewart who is the host of The Daily Show, uh, temporary Monday host now of The Daily Show. Of course, he was the Monday through Friday host for a long, long time, did some other things, and now he's back to hosting The Daily Show on Monday. And he's still, no matter what side of the political spectrum you're on, I think uh, John Stewart is, I think we all can agree, he's very smart, he's very funny, and he does a really good job. He ended his show on Monday talking about his dog, his dog, Dipper. And there was no shame in crying for Jon Stewart. And if you haven't seen Jon Stewart's tribute to his dog, I'll look it up. But here's the audio from it. It's about two minutes. I've edited it slightly out. So he starts talking about how a few years ago, he and his kids went to a no-kill shelter in New York to try to raise money. And they showed up. And they bake some cupcakes. And obviously he's a celebrity, so it was a little star power for this no-kill shelter, animal shelter, that he showed up for. And as part of the appearance, they brought out a dog. And I'll let John pick up the story from there. They brought out this one-ish-year-old brindle pit bull uh, who... uh, (laughs) hit, hit my car in Brooklyn. And lost his right leg. 
I thought I'd get further. <laughs> um, so it was a perfect idea. They put the dog in my lap, and uh, we left that day feeling really good that we'd helped this great organization. <laughs> and we also left with this this one-ish year old brindle pit bull. We called him Tipper. And uh, in a world of good boys, he was the best. Um, he used to come to the Daily Show every day. He was part of the OG Daily Show dog crew. <laughs> Parker, Quali, Dipper, Riot, they were, they were the OGs in the office. Um, and they were, Dipper would wait. And we'd come and take the show, and Dipper would wait for me. Uh, to be done. And uh, he met actors and authors and presidents and kings. And he did, he did what the Taliban could not do, which is put a scare into Malala Yousafzai. <laughs> oh, dear, you're wrong. <laughs> Sorry, Malala. <laughs> Dipper passed away yesterday. He was ready. He was tired. But I wasn't. And the family, we were all together. Thank goodness we were all with him. But boy, my wish for you is one day you find that dog. That one dog. It just is the best. Thank you, John Stewart. It's okay for men to cry. It's okay for anybody to cry. And uh, finding that one dog might be finding the thing that uh, gives you joy, uh, tears of joy, or tears of sorrow. And my message for all men out there today, and women, anybody who was raised to think, well, you know, or, or I'm, a, I'm a stoic person. I, I, I don't show my emotion. I wait until I'm all alone to shed tears that... It's okay to cry, especially on a day like today when there's a lot of emotions uh, for a lot of folks out in Burnsville and the law enforcement community and the firefighter community and the paramedic community and the first responder community. Uh, okay to cry today, certainly of all days. Adam, I think, okay, as I listen to this, I think um, my, my response is like, yes, of course, it's okay to cry. And I think that's, I, I think very few people go, no, we need to be stoic men and we need to, yet we are. Yet our natural inclination, many of us, especially here, you know, Germans, Scandinavians in Minnesota is to not show emotion. Yes. How does one get there? How do we open ourselves up to be ready to cry when that moment happens, mm-hmm. when you're at the funeral, when you're yep. at the wedding, when you're um, watching your kids do something significant, yes. when your dog dies, um, I think it's hard for a lot of us to be the type of person that is okay with crying and, yep. and, and will let it come because I, I agree. I go, yeah, of course, if my dog died or whatever it is, like I should cry, but I'm you know what? often not open to it. And you know what? But that's a great point too. It's okay not to cry too. Like when my dad died, there were moments that I was filled with emotion and then other moments where it just, I wasn't. And yeah. you know what? That's okay too. It's like because grief mm-hmm. 
hits us in different spots. And when I say grief, that's obviously crying is one of the symptoms or one of the byproducts of grief. Mm -hmm. But people grieve in their own ways. Yeah. But even for joyous things, like I, I'll, this is a moment I'll never forget. I dropped my youngest off when we, she was still in preschool. I dropped her off at preschool, you know, with the little bag, and she's got her little clothes on, and I'm holding, she's holding my hand, and I've done it, you know, three, three days out of the week. I'd bring her into this uh, to preschool, and thanks, you know, bye, daddy. And I got in my car. I'll never forget. And the sun was shining. It was some, like it was a spring morning, like this, actually, probably a little warmer. But I remember the sun shining, and a song came on the radio, and I just started sobbing. But it was out of pure joy. Joy that I had this beautiful little girl in my life. Yeah. Joy that the sun was shining, and that just taking moments in. I talk about happiness being those moments. Being happy is recognizing those moments of joy and being in the moment. And I think we think of happiness as a long-term thing. Well, i got to be happy for six months. No, it's finding joys in those moments. And they're tears of joy. And there should be no shame yeah. in shedding tears of joy. Yeah, I also think there's times when we're required to be strong for the people around us. Yeah, when you, you mentioned dropping off kids, there's times where mm-hmm. you need to lead your kids through a difficult time, and in that moment, whether it's dropping them off or something else, you need to be strong mm-hmm. for them and push them. But then maybe the tears for that moment come later. Yeah, because you feel the angst that they're feeling, and right in the moment you need to be strong, but yeah. later you can. I don't think cry it off a different, time. but I don't think crying shows a sign of weakness, though. Sure, no, no, and I think I think too often we, I think in the traditional uh, male uh, masculinity says, "Well, if you cry, that's a sign of weakness," and I think we, by and large, moved on from that thought. Mm-hmm. Boy, I hope I hope so. I hope there's not guys out there still saying, "Ah, you can't cry; it's weak," because no, it's not a sign of weakness. It's a sign that you're a human being is what it's a sign of, and that you have a heart, that you have empathy, something that is dearly lacking in society today. When's the last time you had a good cry? That's a great question. Um, I, like I said, I cry, I don't think about every week, but there are moments, though, like a, like a song can make me cry. Uh, sometimes I think about my dad and I get misty-eyed. Sometimes I think about my daughters and get misty-eyed. Again, it's for a wide variety of emotions. Sadness, grief, joy. And a good cry, though, you feel good after you're done crying. So let those tears flow, everybody. 651-461-9226. We've got a lot of calls or texts coming in. If you want to call and cry on the radio today, by all means, we won't. This is a judge-free zone. We say let those tears flow. It's my wing and it Wednesday on CCL. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. I remember another great, positive, joyous cry. I talked about this on the radio after the Twins beat the Blue Jays. When I bought that ticket to go see that game, when they beat the Blue Jays, won their second consecutive playoff game and moved on, I remember I bought a seat, sat there watching the game by myself, and I cried when they won because I was thinking about my dad and how he loved baseball, and then I was hoping, and just the joyous release 
of so long frustration for the Minnesota Twins. And then, you know, walking out of that stadium with people chanting, Go Twins, uh, that was a joyous moment. And there's no shame in that. When I was a 12-year-old and the Twins won the World Series, Game 7, I was lucky enough to be there with my dad and my sister and my mom. And as a 12-year-old, I cried because the Twins had just won the World Series. No shame in that either. Uh, text coming in here. We're talking about uh, then the, the fact that there's no shame in shedding tears. That any sign of, if anybody suggests it's a sign of weakness, get out of here with that thought. Because it's a sign that you're a human being and there's no shame in it. Whether it's for joy, for sadness, for grief. We played the clip of John Stewart talking about his dog Dipper. And if you've had to put a dog down and you haven't shed a tear over that, you'd seek help because that's about it. My first dog, I talked about Stella, you know, back when I was on with Chad. It would be a running joke that I didn't really care for my dog. I think I said one time, I like my dog, I don't love my dog. Because I wasn't a dog person growing up, and my now ex-wife, who was my wife at the time, was a dog person who had always had dogs. So we got a dog. And Stella was a crazy dog. Neurotic, uh, just insane, wild, never settled down. She frustrated me so many times. But when Stella suddenly got sick and we had to take her to the vet to put her down. I bawled like a baby. No shame in that. Adam, I'm a 64-year-old male, and I admit that I cry on several occasions, but the last time I really cried is when I sat on my uncle's outhouse and the toilet somehow <laughs> sat on my balls. <laughs> sat on the okay. <laughs> you. We've been had. We've been had, but you know what? Very funny. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever laughed so hard you've cried, David? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a different kind of crying. Right. But yes, but you still, laugh so you hard laugh that you have tears. tears are, absolutely. That's a good feeling. It when is you, a good you feeling. When you laugh so hard yes. that you ache yes. and you have tears running absolutely. down your face. It's, it's rare, the same but. with crying. Like if you were crying, whether it's from emotion or joy, it, it feels good because you feel emotion. It feels good to be a person. It feels good to be real. It, feel, it feels good to have raw emotion. Uh what if I told you I cried each day at 11.58 when Adam and Jordana are about to end and Chad Harbin is about to begin? I understand that. Uh, my 60th birthday present to myself was going to spring training for the Twins. A lifelong wish I cried when I arrived at Hammond Stadium. No shame in that. Uh, anyone is, who has ever been through a U.S. Marine Corps boot camp has cried at some point in training. Anyone who says they didn't is either a psychopath or a liar or both. Uh, damn it, Adam, you're making me cry right now. I think that was when I was playing the John Stewart audio. Adam, I'm a man, and you you were making me cry. We lost a beloved Golden last July, and I miss him every day. So true, Adam. First time I ever saw my dad cry, I was 10 years old. We had to put our dog down. I'll never forget it. It was just fine. It's just fine for men to cry. My father-in-law died tragically after serving in law enforcement. While not on duty, attending a law enforcement funeral with full honors is very emotional experience. As soon as the bagpipes played, it just ripped my heart out. Yeah, as I said um, today, uh, tears will be shed. Even for people who did not know uh, those three uh, young men who tragically lost their lives were murdered. But um, it's, uh, it's okay to do that. 
with our leaders too. I remember our leaders like it's like like the the president of the United States. Our leaders shouldn't show any emotion. They should be stoic. And I remember a couple occasions. I think the first time I remember President Bush, George W. Bush. It was I don't think it was in the days after September 11th. He was in the he was in an office answering questions, and somebody asked him a question, and he. Uh, he got choked up, and I think that's the first time I remember seeing a president of the United States uh, gives me uh, g- shedding a tear or getting choked up, and that was impactful. I remember Barack Obama uh, after Sandy Hook in the uh, White House press room shedding tears. That's not a sign of weakness. That's a sign of empathy. That's a sign of somebody who has feeling. Uh, something we need more of nowadays. Uh, text coming in here, 651-461-9226. Too many of us grew up with the, I'll give you something to cry about, yeah. Uh, my brother, just last month, we were very cl- close. Oh, I'm sorry. I've shed many tears over the past 15 months. I'm the youngest of three siblings. My brother and sister both passed away suddenly in the past 15 months. My brother, just last month, we were all very close with each other. These have been very difficult losses. I have shed many tears recently. That is from a frequent texter, Paul. Paul, I, uh, I feel for you. And uh, better days are ahead. And let those memories be a blessing to you. I know it's very difficult in this time, but know that uh, people uh, are there to hold you up. Uh, somebody else uh, texting, I remember when uh, President Obama cried when his grandmother died. He couldn't be there because he was on the campaign trail. He stood there paying tribute to his grandmother with a handkerchief in his hand. Wiping away tears, very human moment. And that's it. It's a human moment. I want someone to have, if someone in, in those moments is not crying or is very stoic, again, we all grieve in our own ways, but I have, I have, seeing emotion from someone, again, it's a very raw, real thing. And I connect with somebody like that. I appreciate someone who is willing to wear their emotions on their sleeves. Can it be overdone sometimes? Sure. Um, and there are some people we just associate with frequent crying. Uh, like um, Tammy Faye Baker. Frequent cry- G- Give me your frequent criers. People that are known for sh- crying. 651-461-9226. John Boehner, former Speaker of the House, he was a guy who wore his emotion on his sleeve. He got choked up all the time. Bravo to John Boehner. Uh, who else cries frequently? Who else do we know for crying? Uh, former uh, Eagles coach, Super Bowl coach, and uh, Rams coach Dick Vermeil. I think Dick Vermeil was always kind of a crier. Six five one four six one nine two two six. I had a coach in high school. He's probably listening right now. And coach, I'm not going to out you, but he was a great coach and a great guy. And he used to every year during our our banquet. You know, you have the end of the season banquet. He'd go. He'd talk about the seniors, and every year. He'd start crying. It was almost like we could, we could count on it. But you know what? That's a guy. You know he's totally. I mean, it's legit. It's not phony. It's like wow, he really cares about his players. Yeah, it improves that he's invested in his job yes. and in the young men that he's uh, helping raise. <laughs> Someone just texted in the name of the coach, so somebody obviously is knowing. Uh, Michael Landon on Little House of the Prairie. Yes, I always call it the Michael Landon lip quiver when that bottom lip starts quivering. <sighs> That was a Michael Landon thing. Uh, 
Robin from Sister Wives, LOL. Robin Brown, number wife number four. I've never seen the show, so I'll take your word for it. We got two different texts about it. Robin Brown, wife number four. Um, uh, Donald John Trump, I don't think so. I've never seen him cry. If he did, I'd probably relate to him a little better. Uh, Mr. Scumbag announcer, people that are known for crying, Trump when he doesn't get his way. Uh Aha, very good. I don't want to get this political. Uh, Keep the text coming in, 651-461-9226. It's okay for you to cry. And uh, notable criers. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.